Welcome to Tea Time. This is a weekly pop culture podcast on the Ringer Podcast Network. I'm Liz Kelly. I'm Kate Hallowell. And I'm Amelia Wedemeyer. And today we are checking in with TikTok drama with an actual teen. It's exciting. Um, <laughs> stay tuned for that. Celebrities in Australia and the return of the Met Gala. What a week. <laughs> okay. Follow us on Twitter. We're at Tea Time underscore 33. And on Instagram, we're at Tea Time Pod. Okay. Before we getting into the show, let's take a quick break. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem. Sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts, real people who love this stuff, with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue checkmark that says Authenticity Guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This episode is brought to you by cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. Okay, first category, Tea Time is checking in with some very intense teen TikTok drama. But of course, the three of us couldn't do it on our own. We had to call in the TikTok expert and the teen expert, Zoe Simmons. <laughs> Hi, Zoe. Hi, what's up, guys? <laughs> so this much, is an emergency. <laughs> so much. <laughs> I know, we had to be called in. Oh, yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> I personally saw like some, we'll get into the drama and what's actually unfolding. I like briefly saw this on TikTok, knew that it was like completely over my head. I think you have like a very intimate knowledge of all the people involved. So um, without saying anything else, Zoe, can you give us like a who, what, where, when, how, why, all of the above for like what is currently happening on TikTok right now? Of course. So the entire situation involves four TikTokers, Jaden Hosler. Maz Lewis, Josh Richards, and then a, a little, oh, Nessa Barrett. But if you don't know who they are, I'm not surprised if you don't. Four TikTokers, <laughs> arisen of fame through dancing and, you know, just the basic, the basic thing. But the, usual, the situation, yeah. the usual. <laughs> the situation started, well, Maz Lewis and Jaden Hosler were like the TikTok couple for a while. They've been on and off since 2019 and posting a bunch of TikToks together. So very present on social media together. And recently, Jaden Hosler and Nessa Barrett, another TikToker, have released a song called Lottie Die, which is probably a breakthrough in the music industry, honestly. One of the better songs I've ever heard. We I watched like this is our first break. Yeah, let's stop here. We watched it before this recording. And I, as someone, again, who I think last week was exposed for not watching the Addison Ray song, I just did not have the appropriate expectations Going in, it's, um, I, I honestly, I don't quite know what to say about it. It's something. 
It's a song. <laughs> something is something's definitely a good descriptor of it. Um, Zoe, what's the genre of the song? Because it's kind of like hard rock a little bit with like some Billie Eilish trying no, to be it's just, pop. It's song. just. I don't, I don't get it. I truly don't because, and Nessa has made it so clear how serious she is about this song. Like yes. it's, she's mm. living for it. She's living for her music. She was like and on it, Kimmel. She was oh, on Kimmel did, with it. I know. Oh my God. It, it didn't, it didn't deliver. That's to, to say the least. Yes. But, I, I mean, I, I couldn't, I don't even know if that, genres appealing to people my age who it's supposed to be appealing to. I've never yeah. heard such a thing. It's kind of like the, it. it's like oh. the machine gun Kelly kind of thing, I suppose. Oh, yeah. You yeah, know, that's good, so that's yeah. kind of in, I guess. But yeah, I don't I don't quite know what they're trying to do there. I would say it did not work. Right. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, they make this song together. Please continue. Sorry. Yeah. So they made the song together and have been spending a lot of time together because of the promo, the music video, the entire thing, just trying to get the song out there and running. Nessa's had an on and off again relationship with Josh Richards for a couple of years, another fellow TikToker who's mm. in this entire friend group. All these people were formerly friends before the situation went down. Got it. But then randomly, Mads Lewis unfollowed Jaden and completely deleted his presence from her social media, which Ooh. was a very huge step. You huge. know, if you're on social media and you unfollow someone and delete them completely from your page, it's getting real. Yeah. It's it's real. <laughs> so that was that was a big one. And people were like, holy shit, what's what's going on? Like <laughs> she totally unfollowed him. They're in trouble. But the real kicker to this entire situation was a TikTok that Mads posted to the Taylor Swift song Better Than Revenge. Uh oh. So I saw to explain that. Oh yeah. So to explain the situation, she was posting pictures of her and Jaden to the lyrics of the song. The story starts when it was hot and it was summer, and Ooh. I had it all. I had him right where I wanted him. So them being a couple, <laughs> being all cute together, these pictures. And then she posted images of Jaden and Nessa. And they're like Lottie Die cover and all of that to the lyrics. She came along, got him alone, and let's hear the applause. She took him faster than you can say sabotage. Damn! Wow. Wow. Mic drop. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So obviously that didn't go over well. Mads and Jaden are broken up, right? That's what we can yep. assume from that. Yes. Okay. So what was the reaction to the Better Than Revenge TikTok? Well, that's like alluding that Nessa and Jaden have some shit going on between them. She's, right. took, she's saying that Nessa took him and her and Nessa used to be best friends. Like that was their that was their thing on TikTok. Oh. They were closer than close. And mm. now she's basically taken her ex-boyfriend from her. So Yikes. obviously not a good reaction. And from what I've seen on social media, and even from my standpoint, you never like the home wrecker. That's never the <laughs> right. one to support. So people are really <laughs> on Mad's side, mad at Jaden, mad at Nessa. But okay. it just right. obviously, and it's like it's ridiculous. This is huge drama going on here. <laughs> <laughs> so it's been confirmed, right, that Nessa and Jaden are dating. I saw that they have two matching tattoos. Um, oh my which God. feels really oh. freaking quick. And then, okay, the other piece of this that I wanted your insight on is mm -hmm. like, there's this whole bar stool side of things that is really odd because like, feels a little weird for like the three of us to be talking about it and like <laughs> 27, whatever. But Dave Portnoy is so involved in this drama because I guess he has his BFFs podcast with 
<laughs> Josh Richards, which is Nessa's ex-boyfriend. Right? Yeah. Stop me at any time if I'm yes. wrong. Yes. And, Correct. and Barstool and Call Her Daddy are like releasing these like emergency pods with these teenagers, basically giving them a platform, which is really smart from a business perspective, but like just a little odd. So have you been following this drama with Barstool as well? Or like, how are you keeping up with all this stuff? Well, I saw the TikTok that Mads posted on my For You page. And I was like, holy shit, what's going on? I need to wow. look this up. In right its natural environment. <laughs> yeah. Like, breaking truly, news. Truly. Incredible. So I looked it up and I read the 17 like posted article. I don't mm-hmm. know. And then that's where I got my info. But today I saw this short clip that Caller Daddy's TikTok account posted. Yes. Just uh, the entire part <laughs> of Mads completely debunking the situation and just like being so very angry at Nessa and calling. It was just really, it was a lot to take in. Yeah. I have to say, reading about this before we started recording, I was very much transported to high school in many ways, but mostly because of all the use of the word like, which I know is what you say in high school. You're like, he likes her. He likes me. I like him. But all of these quotes from Call Her Daddy, she was like, I mean, I called Jaden and he told me that he likes Nessa. I'm like, they have two magic tattoos. Is that the word you want to use? I don't. And she was it's like. It's true. That was like a big moment. I was like, he what? He what? Like, and I know it's like, that's what you say. That's what I said when I was like in high school. But I was yeah. totally thrown by that. I was like, I mean, you could just say they're dating, but I guess no, she she's just likes trying her. to keep it cash. She's right. trying to keep it cash mm-hmm. on the yeah. DL. Yes. Oh but I mean. Jaden and Nessa were also caught by paparazzi, caught, quote unquote, at a restaurant. And like, oh, oh, it was just it was so horrible. (laughs) The guy was asking her, like, you guys are the newest relationship. Like, how's the chemistry between the two of you? Like this whole thing. And what? I know. (laughs) I know. Nessa was hiding behind Jaden, like pretending to be horrified by the situation. And Jaden was like, we're trying to handle this respectfully. We don't want to get anyone involved, like dodging all of the paparazzi's questions. It's just like, you got to own it if you're going to be alluding to all of this stuff. Like at this point, we know. Why not just tell us? Right. Yeah. Um, Amelia, I want to ask you a question and we can all brainstorm this, not to put you on the spot, but like I was trying to think of what is the like millennial version of this? Like in what world? Because Zoe, the people she follows on social media, all the, there's like all this real life drama. They're all dating each other, cheating on one another, whatever. Like what is the equivalent? I was like, maybe the Jersey Shore cast would be like cheating and dating and co yeah. all this stuff. But like, I couldn't think of something that would be like this big of a deal to us 10 years ago. 10 I just years don't know. Ago. That's a great question. I, there were times when I would get really into the Hills drama. Zoe, have you ever seen oh, right. I Hills? love the Hills. Yes. Yeah. I would get really into like the whole fighty thing and I'd be like I can't believe she took him back but she's with Spencer and I get really upset by that but I guess even if I'm going to look even farther back and I mean I was a teen when all this happened and it wasn't as relevant to me but I remember people being really into it like the whole Brad Jennifer and Mm, Angelina thing was huge was probably bigger than than this but it (laughs) does you know and also okay I think I have a question I think everyone uh, here has this question for you, Zoe. Were you confused by any part of the story? Because we listened to some of the call her daddy <laughs> interview. <laughs> and, and Ness, I think, is it my, am I saying the right person? Is it Ness? No, it's Mads. It's Mads. It's Mads. Mads. Mads is on, yeah. And she was talking and I just like could not follow. I don't know if it was for my old ears. And I was just like, I don't know. I can't <laughs> understand this. But she's, she's a little confusing. 
I think influencers just talk in a different language. <laughs> like there's just they're not coherent with the rest of the world. It's it's completely different because they're uh-huh. they're so above all of us. Right. That's Con- like contemporary interpretive dance is how yeah, they actually exactly. Yeah. It's, it's just too complex to understand. Right. I mean, I'm a teenager. She's I don't know how much older she is than me. I think she's like 19 or yeah. I 18. think they're like 18 to 20 range. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I feel like I'm more emotionally mature. <laughs> That's why you're here, Zoe. That's why you're here. <laughs> it's just it's I, I don't know. I guess it makes sense considering everything. No hate to you, Mads, but it's just <laughs> yeah. it's. It was rough to listen to. It was. Tough yeah, Amelia, listen. I had that same thought. Like, none of the storylines made any sense. Kate caught yeah. something that I didn't even hear somehow there with was, the voice yeah, memo. There was something about she, like, her, Amazing. she found these voice memos on on oh, right. Jaden's iPad that were from his manager saying, like, you must break up with Mads that, <laughs> via voice memo. I was like, I don't know how people communicate these days. Also, Liz, really quick, I had an answer. Uh, to your question, which is this reminds me of the Lord Jack Antonoff, Lena Dunham thing a little bit Ooh, where nice. All right. uh, Lena Dunham and Jack Antonoff were dating <laughs> and then Lord came in and started recording her album at their house in their apartment with Jack. And then they started dating and like ditched Lena. Right. Ooh, yikes. That's a good one. With the music. Maybe melodrama, <laughs> slightly higher quality than <laughs> la Die, die uh, But close. <laughs> but... The current the current update, the current thing that's happening is Nessa's posting on Twitter about how music is the only thing keeping her alive. Oh, oh wow. Oh. Yeah. Well, so I think I think tough. she's really she's really serious about it. Well, she she's, has a she's lot going of room, through some things. Room to improve. Uh, yeah. so yeah. <laughs> you know, hopefully yeah. she and her new muse uh create some great tracks. I was just going to ask like what, as you like kind of start to close out this category, I don't know that we like, <laughs> I don't feel any more comfortable with the material <laughs> than I did before, but like, how quick does this stuff move? Like mm. Zoe, like h- how many updates will there be basically between what we're doing right now and like another 24 hours or 48 hours? Oh my now? God. It's so much faster than we could ever <laughs> comprehend. I, I have to tell you these people on TikTok, if Nessa and Jaden aren't going to release the information. Someone will find it and it will be all over. Maybe within <laughs> even the next five hours. It's like these people, their lives are to just pick apart these so-called celebrities and figure out every single inch of their drama. I guarantee we're going to have a completely new story. <laughs> by the next week. Yeah. I know. No, it's just, it's ridiculous. They'll totally... They'll debunk it. We'll figure out what's actually going on soon enough, I'm sure. Yeah, we'll call you back when, when yeah, things, we'll, things we'll, develop. We'll dissect it then. <laughs> well, thank you for doing that. Couldn't have done it without you, certainly. Really. Um, of course. Keep us posted as new developments happen, Zoe. I will. <laughs> All right, thank you. Let's move on to the next category. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts, real people who love this stuff, with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue checkmark that says Authenticity Guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. 
Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on, I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, Tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. On May 10th, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes is coming to IMAX and theaters everywhere. What a wonderful day! This summer, one movie event will reign. I know where they're taking your clan. Bend for your king. Never. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Only in theaters May 10. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Okay, moving right along. We're doing relationship news, plus not worth the tea, plus this week in social media. We actually have some really big news at the top. Amelia, take it away. Okay, wow, I can't believe we're actually recording and something has happened uh, soon (laughs) enough for us to talk about it. Um, Usually, you know, it doesn't go our way, but today it did. Um, Which is to say, which isn't to say that this is happy news, this is sad news. Yes, Um, Jennifer Lopez and Alex Rodriguez are saying goodbye. They issued a joint statement saying that they've realized they're better as friends, which... I think it's because he probably cheated on her, which is insane. And, you know, we have respect for each other, but we're not continuing this. And I know that everyone has been kind of obsessed with the Instagram story that A-Rod posted on his (laughs) personal Instagram, which is just like him panning through photos of them together and like just memorabilia, I guess, with um, Coldplay's Fix You in the background, <laughs> which interesting. Can I have a, I need a technical comment here because Coldplay is playing, obviously, in the room that he is in, but on Instagram, you can put a song over yeah. a video, which sounds so much better, but like yeah. Coldplay is playing so quietly in the background. You're almost like, is that is that Coldplay? And then you're like, oh yeah, this is him just like in his feels alone in his room. Right. I, I like to make it more meaningful. I like to think he just genuinely had that on. Like he was just like <laughs> listening to Coldplay, like looking at old pictures. And then he was like, damn, I just got to share this. So like then he just accidentally captured the Coldplay in the mm, background that he was already vibing to. Yeah. And he yeah. tagged JLo, right? He did mm-hmm. with like a heart, I think. <laughs> right. It was like JLo Sorry, inside a heart. Kind of odd. It was, but. and it was also like there was a picture. I mean, it was pictures of them, pictures of their family, but then there was like a picture of Constance Wu and J Lo and right. Hustlers, and then there was like a picture of like their initials in the sand. And right. I'm like, what? Like, did you just have these? Did you just have a picture? 
of Constance so. Wu and J-Lo. Why did you include that? She's not part of this relationship <laughs> as far as we know. Uh, yeah. yeah. Confusing. It was it's confusing. Very confusing. <laughs> yeah. A weird breakup move because I don't know what the, po- I don't know, just kind of weird, sad ex-boyfriend energy. Um, but, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it, it, someone brought this up in the in Ringer Slack where they're saying, I think it was Roger. He's like, what happens to like, you know, the biggest wife guy? Because A-Rod right. is a huge wife guy. What happens now? I mean, wife guy no more. And Find a new the wife. ultimate wife. I don't know. She kind of just like yeah, the that's top. So, true. so I don't know she where is. he goes from here. Right. Where do only you down. go? I, yeah. Only down, I guess, yeah. a Southern Charm star. Right. That's yeah. the rumor, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen, but Sad. who knows? Yeah. Yeah. Rest in peace to that, (laughs) to that relationship. Next, what else we got, Kate? Uh, And happier news. This week, Brenda Song and Macaulay Culkin, which is a couple that we've talked about uh, before on Tea Time because we like Brenda Song, we like Macaulay Culkin. They had a baby. And Twitter, the reaction anytime either of these two come up is Brenda Song and Macaulay Culkin are together. And at this point, it's like, Mm -hmm. yes, listen to Tea Time on the Ringer Podcast Network. Like, I don't know what else to tell you. Mm -hmm. Uh, And our our treasured coworker, Jomi, tweeted out and was like, was I the only one who knew about them? And so many of our male Ringer colleagues responded and said yes and exposed themselves never having listened to our podcast, which is fine. Jomi is the only man we trust. But there was a really cute Esquire story about the baby. Um, and about their relationship. And I just want to throw out just some a couple choice lines from this profile by Ryan D'Agostino. So Brenda and Macaulay had a baby named Dakota after Macaulay's late sister, um, mm-hmm. Dakota Song Culkin. And this profile says they moved in together to a charming house and Culkin painted a yellow brick road leading to the front door. They were oh. matching... They wear matching pajamas. Song bakes bread. She was baking bread long before the pandemic. They have animals, three cats. The youngest is one he got her for Christmas 2019 named Santa. A few fish, a Shiba Inu, and a blue-headed pianist, which is a parrot. So they they have like the most wholesome relationship I've ever heard of. Uh, They talk about how like... They, they do these little expressions of feeling for each other. This this oh. article says, a plate of sushi ordered and laid out nice after a long day or a warm bath drawn to soothe an aching back. After they, <laughs> when they first started dating, Culkin told me, which is the, the author of this article, I was waiting for the other shoe to drop. After a while, he realized, no, sometimes it's just good. <laughs> oh. oh my God. I know. So now wow. they have a little baby named Dakota after Macaulay Culkin's sister. And I just love it. I love that they are in love. And this baby's going to be very cute and adorable and loved along with their, you know, their parrots and their cats. Yeah. Uh, and their Shiba Inu. A Christmas cat named Santa is the cutest thing <laughs> I've literally ever heard. That's my so one takeaway. Oh my That's God. Wow. I know. We love to see it. We do. Uh, <laughs> so yeah. happy. The world at large needs to just process the information that they are together uh, so that we can go forth learning more about them, like the Yellow Brick Road or the cat named Santa. Yes. Okay. Unless we've gone into the cursed half of this category now. Correct. Um, However, this one turned out okay. So earlier this week, Usher was in the news because he visited a strip club and a dancer from said strip club, uh, whose Instagram handle is Love posted a picture of dollar bills with Usher's profile on them and basically said he went to the strip club, was passing out what he called Usher bucks instead of real money, obviously had no trade in value. Basically, the the assumption was that he was 
you know, not not paying the dancers what they deserved uh, and was giving them usher bucks instead. So, so uh, Twitter kind of blew up. Obviously, I personally was very offended because, as we just mentioned, the hit film Hustlers, which is very important to me and this podcast, Usher has an iconic cameo where mm. he visits the strip club. He walks up to Jennifer Lopez. She says, what's your name? He says, Ursher, baby. Oh, yeah. Uh, the best moment of cinema 2019. And I was like, he ruined this. Like, can we have nothing sacred? All I want in life is like this pure Usher strip club cameo. And he's ruined it. However, Usher's name has been cleared. It turns out someone from his team left the money at the strip club to promote his upcoming Vegas residency. So Usher himself was paying the dancers. He was giving them the amount of money that they actually had earned and deserved. Uh, And they just also left the Usher bucks so that they would get in the news and promote his residency at Caesars Palace. So, wow. All is well. Usher (laughs) remains, uh, you know, a pillar of the strip club community. Uh, I hope his residency goes well. Honestly, an Usher show in Vegas sounds really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, so I bet he just crushes it. Uh, wow. And yeah, we're good. The Hustlers cameo remains iconic. Thank God. Intact. Thank God. Wow. Well, I'm like, so do you think those Usher bucks are now worth money on like eBay? Ooh, probably. I you mean, an NFT. Like Can you get yeah. like an oh, hey, Usher yeah. bucks NFT? I don't know I if that counts that. for things that are real. <laughs> I still don't understand them, but maybe. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> Lastly, we have maybe the most cursed of all and getting to the outline last in the week is just really tough <laughs> and I'm almost always last. So I got Grimes alien tattoos. And if you don't know what that means, Grimes, the musician who we've talked about quite a bit, who's with Elon Musk, has their baby X, X, Something, X A E A twelve or something. Yeah, she has gotten um, a tattoo on her back in white ink that is supposed to be quote beautiful alien scars, and it's very red. She posted it on Instagram. She said full back in white ink by at Tweak T with some help from the alien computer brain. Of at, I mean, okay, don't have a good pick because it hurts too much and I need to sleep. Haha, ha. it'll be red for a few weeks, but gonna be beautiful alien scars. Hope everyone's having a good day. It looks very scary. Um, <laughs> and I don't know why she chose to do this. Guys, thoughts? I saw a tweet the other day that was like, I love Grimes. I just have to ignore every single thing that she does. <laughs> yeah. And wow. this feels like part of that. Like, she just, her brain works in a different way. Uh, yeah. Just the words beautiful alien scars to me are like, what? Like, what even is that? Right. And I do think part of it was like the fact that it was red from being done. So like maybe when it's less swollen and inflamed, it'll look less creepy because then it will just be kind of like white ink and not like pink. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, I don't know how she comes up with what she thinks alien scars look like. Like, I don't know. I know I, I truly she's don't. probably like the weirdest celebrity we cover on Tea Time. <laughs> I think she is. Love her. She is so my strange. Time she Thank you, Grimes. <laughs> I can't help but like every time people bring her up or I see her in the news, I can't help but think of that one Azalea Banks back and forth with her, where Azalea was like, "You smell like a roll of nickels." So now that's what I think of. I'm like, well. I always she think it smells like weird a fucked up diet where she like too, eats spaghetti. <laughs> she is so strange. Oh my God. Okay. Closing yeah. the book on this category. Okay. 
Let's move on. Uh, we're doing Tea Time Investigates, uh, which we have not done in a really long time. But we had to take some time to figure out um, the situation in Australia because <laughs> <laughs> the last year I have seen time and time again paparazzi pictures of celebrities living their life in Australia out in the sun, enjoying their freedom. And increasingly just been like more and more and more jealous. Obviously, they handled the pandemic much better uh, than the United States did. Uh, So there's a lot of celebrities for like some good reasons and for some like, "Mm, I think you just kind of wanted to escape reasons. But anyway, we're investigating the whole situation. Who's there? Who was there? Why? Etc. So let's do a brief overview. Who is there? And there's a lot of people and probably we're (laughs) not even going to name half of them because (laughs) hard to track them all down. First one is our boy, Zach Efron, uh, who we've actually talked about because he met his girlfriend there. He's been like completely living his life in Australia for, he's like looking at properties, I guess, to buy and like kind of fully settle. I'm going to give a quick reason why he's there, even though we're going to do that a bit later. But he's currently filming the second season of his Netflix show, Down to Earth with Mm. Zach Efron. So that's why he's there. But yeah, he's living his best life. He's got the new girlfriend. You know, enjoying that life. So happy for him. Happy for him. Truly happy for him. (laughs) Um, Who else is there? Chris Hemsworth and Matt Damon, Tessa Thompson, all the people who are like in the Thor movie, you know, Mm -hmm. like Natalie Portman, Love and Thunder, which I think is the dumbest name for a movie ever. (laughs) But, you know, it's fine. (laughs) Um, Also, again, got to this last Rita Ora. (laughs) Wow. She is living her best life. Okay, but she actually is. She is spending about $30,000 per week to stay in this like three story waterfront home. Five bedrooms, whatever, infinity pool, water views. It looks absolutely incredible. And we'll talk about this a bit later in the category, but just making a lot of friends. So I'm really happy for her. <laughs> um, she's there. Who else? Paul Meskel brought his short shorts to Australia. Obviously, he's from normal people. And people know that he's in Australia for many reasons, one of which being that he was seen on Tinder in Sydney, which first of all, Paul Meskel, like at least go on Raya. Like you don't need Tinder, Uh, maybe Hinge. I don't know. It seems (laughs) like you can do better than Tinder, but maybe not. Who knows? He's there filming for the upcoming adaptation of Carmen uh, in New South Wales. Also, shout out to uh, the Australian publication Honey Celebrity, which has uh, had a very exhaustive list of everyone that has been in Australia over the past year. Um, that's what I'm pulling from, at least. And uh, yeah, he is also in Australia. I don't... I mean, he's been everywhere, it seems like. He was like mm-hmm. in Ireland with like Phoebe Bridgers or whatever, and now he's in Australia. So it's fine. I feel like if they have a movie filming there, like, sure. sure. Uh, it's the ones where it's like... You know, I have broken the uh, extremely strict travel bans to move to Australia with my family yeah. because I don't have to wear a mask there that I'm skeptical of. Uh, yeah. But most of the people we've mentioned so far uh, have had a decent reason. Yeah. And including the next two, they're safe because they are from Australia. This is mm-hmm. Isla Fisher and her husband, Sasha Baron Cohen. They've like officially moved back there with their family. She was raised in Perth, so she's safe. But apparently they originally left to escape, quote, Trump's America, which I get. And they are there, happy, living a great life. And then lastly, have to keep this man relevant, even though it's quite obvious why he's there. Liam Hemsworth (laughs) is uh, surfing away in Byron Bay and going out to restaurants, um, living an unproblematic life with his new girlfriend. Is it the same, the same girlfriend as before? It is indeed. Yeah. Good for him. We're still together. So yeah, he's there, obviously. 
who are we surprised that is not there or was never there um, in the last year? Kate, you have such a good answer for this. Thank you so much. First of all, I created this part of this category because I wanted to talk about Dua Lipa, who I love, <laughs> uh, and who honestly, a lot of celebrities have been traveling for personal reasons over the past year. So I don't really want to single her out too much, but she has kind of turned into like <laughs> the example of the celebrity that has traveled more than they should in the past year. Mm-hmm. Um I looked it up and she has just become kind of a meme. There are all these articles where it's like a timeline of Dua Lipa's pandemic travel. And it's like she was in London and then she went to Los Angeles and then she was spotted on the Hadid farm in Pennsylvania and then she went to New York and then she went back to London and then she went to Los Angeles. And then they went, she went on a vacation in Sri Lanka with Anwar and then they went back to London and then they went to Mexico for another vacation, which part of this, I'm like, it would be fine if Anwar also hadn't been like, actually, I'm not getting the vaccine. I'm like, okay, right. Stop traveling. Oh my God, I forgot about that. She needs to dump him, but that's a different, that's a different thing. <laughs> right. Um, but I'm just shocked that Dua Lipa has not stopped by in Australia just to like see the people. You know, I yes. guess it's not really her friend group. It's a little older kind of crowd, a lot of actors. I'm also surprised because she dropped the greatest album of all time in <laughs> a bad year, which honestly saved right. me personally. But I feel like things are open in Australia. She should be performing said amazing album to people right. that can go and see her. Totally. Also, it does seem like Rita Ora and Dua Lipa like, would have a friendship. Oh. Uh, they have kind of similar energy. No shade to Dua. She would be offended by that probably. But yeah. uh, I am kind of surprised that they aren't buddies. So yeah, Dua Lipa, you can do better. I'm not saying to go to Australia, but like, I feel like you could befriend people there if you wanted to, if you dump the Hadids from your friend group. (laughs) Um, The other person, but also stop traveling, Dua. Uh, The other person that I'm surprised, or I really just want to ask a question about, is Rita (laughs) Rita Wilson, who, uh, you know, notably performed at the Sydney Opera House. And then tested positive for COVID. One of the, was one of the first celebrities to test positive for COVID. It was a huge deal and made headlines because they had to spray down the entire Sydney Opera House after she Jesus performed there. Wow. Which is so tough. That was really early on. Really tough. Uh, so my question huh. is, will she ever go back to Sydney? Uh, will she be caught dead there again? Or, you know, alive? <laughs> no, no pun intended there. Uh would you go back if you were her? I feel like I wouldn't. I would just write that country off for good. <laughs> Amelia, what's your answer? I, I don't know. I, I mean, she really wants to have this country music career, I think. So, yeah. You know. also, also, as a parent to Chet Hayes, like your bar for embarrassment uh, has to be so high. <laughs> so I like, mean, true. Uh, like white boy summer. She's probably like, I can get through anything. So maybe <laughs> she could, maybe she can go back after well, she survived this. Especially if, you know, I mean, you have to think in the whole Hank's universe. It's like, why is Chet Hayes the way he is? the logical answer is Rita or she had right. him with someone else. Like that's, <laughs> there's only two answers. You're right. Yeah, you're right. So her bar for embarrassment seems really high. So actually yeah. I, I'm guessing she will return, make a re- triumphant <laughs> exactly. return yeah, to Sydney right. at some point. Yeah. You know who I'm also surprised is like not fully moved there and like living some Avino smart water life is Jennifer Aniston. Mm. Don't you think that she would buy some like really beautiful mansion somewhere in Australia and just like yes. live out? Because she has his crunchy granola side and obviously like a very healthy lifestyle and very outdoorsy. She's probably tied to the morning show and like that production, but it just feels like she should be there. It makes sense for her to be there, you know? 
I agree. Totally. Totally. And she has all that, you know, like your smart money water, a vino water. She <laughs> yeah. can buy a nice little place. Yeah. yeah. And like date some like rugged Australian man. Oh, yeah. You know, like a looks surfer like Brad or something. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. 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 She should go. She okay. really should. Um, but don't try. Maybe not yet. Give it some time. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay. So like the question, why are or why were they there? There's like it. It's basically like a lot of filming, which the boring kind of answer mm-hmm. is that the Australian government has like made this $400 million location incentive, which is designed to like encourage film and television production. So it makes sense mm-hmm. that a lot of productions have moved there. What specifically is shooting, Kate? Uh, well, there's one big one that I, I kept scrolling down this list and being like, how are all these people in this yeah. same project? Like, <laughs> I don't know anything about this. Uh, it's called Nine Perfect Strangers. And it's the book by Leanne Moriarty, who did Big Little Lies. Um, ah. So it's basically like the Big Little Lies follow up to come. And in some great news for Nicole Kidman and her Australian accent that she cannot hide for the life of her, <laughs> it's about Australians. And it's set in Australia. Yeah. Uh, so Nicole Kidman, this actually has already finished filming. I think most of them are now gone from Australia or else they're just mm-hmm. like hanging out there. Mm-hmm. Um, it stars Nicole Kidman. It stars Melissa McCarthy, who is... Uh, like the main character. Um, can't wait to hear Melissa McCarthy's Australian accent, to be totally honest with you. Is it, it a comedy? Also, I guess it wouldn't be. I think it's like, yeah, no, I think it's like Big Little Eyes kind of energy. It's like mm-hmm. they all go to this wellness retreat in Australia to like, it's like these obviously nine strangers who sort of convene in this place. Um, The whole cast is Nicole Kidman, Melissa McCarthy, Michael Shannon, Regina Hall, some heavy hitters here. Uh, Manny Asinto from The Good Place. Love him. Uh, Mm -hmm. Tiffany Boone, Luke Evans, uh, Samara Weaving, and Bobby Cannavale. So just like a very eclectic kind of bunch. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm very excited. I loved Big Little Lies. Season two was tough, but... Excited for this. And yeah, I just kept scrolling and being like, how do all these people know each other? Why are they hanging out? Yeah. Um, and it, it's a suspenseful thriller as I scroll down. That's what it is. So <laughs> yeah, I can't wait. At a fictional health spa in Australia. Cool. Love that it. Love perfect. everything. Everything happening there. <laughs> watch watch like Nicole Kidman like accidentally do an American accent this time, you know? Oh my God. That'd be really funny. <laughs> yeah. Um, what's our other logical reason why people are there, Amelia? People just seem to love freaking Byron Bay, which <laughs> I think is in New South Wales. Uh, I was reading a New York Times. Even the New York Times has picked up on this. And they there was recently an article by Livia Albic Ripka on March 10th. And it was, in Australia, Hollywood stars have found an escape from the virus. Who's jealous? And they just talk about how people were chastising, you know, Chris Hemsworth and Matt Damon and all other people who had moved there being like, why are you guys not wearing masks? And um, Instagram videos, but it's like, they're in Australia. And uh, because they're there for filming reasons, like Kate said, or people have just gone up and left, like Zac Efron. And he's been spotted all over Byron Bay. And they talked to some Byron Bay locals and they're like, yeah, it's kind of annoying because they're invading our space and um, causing the prices of property to skyrocket, which sucks. Mm. But such is life, I guess. I mean, yeah, unfortunately. Byron Bay Uh, is really cool. I do not blame them. I also just in general, moving to Australia seems like a pretty nice idea if I was a celeb. I'm like really afraid of the wildlife. You see those videos of like the spider the size of your head that's like fighting a snake the size of your arm and it's like in someone's kitchen. Yeah. I just can't get over that. That's scary. Well, it's funny that you mentioned that because in two separate 
quotes in this piece, it was Natalie Portman talking about birds to Jimmy Kimmel. She was like, <laughs> I mean, the birds like there's like multicolored parrots flying around like pigeons. It's wild. <laughs> That sounds cool. I know. And then Melissa McCarthy for Nine Perfect Strangers, she was talking in a YouTube video. Oh, the birds. (laughs) Weird. Weird thing to fixate on. I want to ask them about the spiders. I need a take. I need a take on like the spiders and the snakes. Get back to me when we know how those are. (laughs) Um, Lastly, weird friend groups in Australia are forming. Obviously, celebs are bonding with other celebs because they're there. I don't know why, but this both of these center around Rita Ora. Good for her. So funny. Yeah, Um, we didn't we didn't do this on purpose. She just happened to be in both of like the friend groups that we fixated on. Yeah. Um, The first one is uh, there was a shopping trip that was spotted to the David Jones department store in Sydney, and it was Rita Ora, Isla Fisher, Elsa Pataki, and Tessa Thompson. Originally, we were like, "This is a weird group," but then you can kind of break it down. So. Other than Rita Ora. Uh, <laughs> Tessa Thompson and Elsa Pataki make sense because Tessa is in the Thor movie with Chris Hemsworth. Mm-hmm. Elsa is Chris Hemsworth's wife. So like <laughs> makes sense that they've met our friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. Isla Fisher, you know, lives in Australia, is basically connected to like the A-list. So like also makes sense that she would know Tessa, would basically know Elsa. Rita, I just don't know. She's <laughs> don't a puzzle know piece. We how, don't know I how guess, it fits. It, she was walking it's out so next to funny. next to Tessa, so like I guess maybe they hang out. I, she the other two they were like weren't specifically in the same picture as them, but they were technically all together. And they like kept this department store open like two extra hours after it closed so that they mm. could shop. And I just like want to know, like just picturing all these women in like a department store, like what is Rita Ora buying as opposed to like, what are the other women buying? Oh. You know, like it's hard for me to picture Rita Ora being like, Oh, this cream cardigan, like would look really good on me. <laughs> mm. uh, as opposed to, you know, a poor Isla Fisher, who's just like there for the vibes. I don't know. Right. <laughs> uh, it's just weird. It's a weird group. And Rita just doesn't make sense in it to me. Yeah. The other, I don't know that we can call it a group. It's just, <laughs> it's just <laughs> Russell Crowe and Rita Ora who were spotted on a Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Okay, yeah, that's the news. It's like it was them, and then Russell Crowe and Russell Crowe's girlfriend. The three of them just taking a spin, and you're like, "How did this come together? Why is this?" I don't know. What was the group text like? Like what? I don't know. I have questions. Um, but we've decided that Rita Ora is like the most popular girl in Australia, so. Perhaps as we say, as we say, (laughs) yes, as we say, okay, let's continue on. Um, We're ending the show as usual with tea times, unanswerable questions. I feel like we're due for a mailbag soon. I don't know about you guys, but we could think about that. I know Amelia, our DMs are like flooded with all types of things, but um, yeah, we can think about it. Anyway, Kate, what's your question? My question is. What would you wear to the American fashion-themed Met Gala? That's right. The Met Gala is back, you guys. We skipped it this year, obviously, uh, and last year. Um, But it's back on September 18th. And the theme is, Hmm. in America, a lexicon of fashion. Then a second installment is happening on May 5th, 2022. And the theme is, in America, an anthology of fashion, which is the same thing. They just said the same thing twice. Uh, But Twitter immediately was like, yay, Meg Gala, but was also like, hmm, America sucks. 
Uh, and we don't have good fashion. Like, what is our fashion? So then mm. memes were then created. Uh, <laughs> people started tweeting out like all of these sort of jokey American fashion. Somebody t- tweeted out a picture of like the stereotypical like fall girl <laughs> with, uh, you know, the, the line of white women in like their brown boots and their <laughs> jeans and their sweaters and their hats and was like, it's your time. Uh, there was a lot of early aughts fashion, a lot of like mm. Britney Spears street style, the denim dress. Um, right. A lot of like Pinterest boards. <laughs> so my question is whether it's a meme or not, like what would you like to see or what would you wear to the American themed Met Gala? Like, do we have good fashion? One that I thought was really good was like a juicy couture tracksuit inspired mm. outfit. Uh, which, you, I mean, you can't do better than that. Comfort and fashion. Exactly. Yeah, I feel like this question was made for Amelia because she has her finger <laughs> on the pulse of like certain, like the aughts, like slash last 20 years of American fashion. Who knows what, I, I would probably be like Carly Kloss and like try <laughs> to understand the theme, but like really not and like miss the mark and be really lame. Right. Amelia, what's your what's your input? Um, yeah, I think juicy tracksuit sounds very comfortable and like who cares, you know? And it is mm-hmm. very American fashion. Um, you know, just very schlubby, which I love. Uh, <laughs> or maybe like a graphic tee, you know? I feel yes. Like Americans do graphic tees a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, or one time, actually for the, the Met Gala with Katy Perry, where she dressed up as a candlestick. <laughs> and she also came as like a hamburger. I feel like that'd be kind of fun, you know? Right. Just like like, like yeah. really American things. Like somebody is like the Statue of Liberty. Right. And and it's like a yeah. And it's a costume that like yeah. a Statue of Liberty would be like flowy. The hamburger is like a giant hamburger. So you can like not starve yourself for <laughs> well, you weeks go. leading up to it. You know? Yeah. It also in all seriousness could just be like a really good excuse to like just wear like a, you know, an up and coming American designer that like just right. is not that big. I feel like a lot of celebrities are pretty oh, good about smart. that for the Met Gala. So like mm-hmm. just wear, I mean, you don't have to like dress like something American, just like wear someone that you're really excited about, like who's up and coming. I don't know. Definitely. We'll see. That good or idea. the juicy tracksuit, but either <laughs> one, either one is fine. What's the next question? Also about like dress code and fashion. It is. Yes. Um, Disney Parks announced that they will allow employees to be more flexible when it comes to um, like haircuts and tattoos and all that good stuff um, after years of enforcing like a very strict dress code. And I'm assuming that they'll still make them wear wear those like (laughs) kind of insane get ups that like when you go to a certain ride, the people who Mm -hmm. are um, working it will be like, you know, I think like the Haunted Mansion they're in like this 1800 style dress, which I assume has got to be like an oven, yeah. you know, which can be miserable on a really hot Southern California day. Um, and then, you know, other places, I think like if you've ever been to, I don't know, Radiator Springs where they have that uh, cars theme, they're all like in like little cars, dr- <laughs> jumpsuits or whatever. <laughs> um, so I've had this question for a very long time and I pose this to everyone. What is the best or and or the worst Disney parks costume to wear? Like which service person at the Disney parks would you either love to be or hate to be because of the costume alone? Are we including like the characters? We can. Yes, definitely. Okay. Because I initially was like, I want to be a princess. 
However, okay. then I was like, I don't want to be nice to people all day. You know, like that would be really difficult. Right. Yes. Not like for me in general, but just like it's a hot day. You don't want to like have to flirt with totally. people's dads. You know, oh like that's God. just not something I want to do. That's evil, yeah. So then I was like, well, maybe I would want to like cover my face, like wear some sort of mask costume, but those get so hot, you know? Right. Like, I was just sweltering. You so know then what? I was like, yeah. you want to be a villain, right? So you can be oh. mean to people. Okay. You know what? Uh, Smart. So then I was thinking about it some more. I did a lot of thinking about this one. And I decided that the perfect one is to be an ugly stepsister because you get a buddy. Oh, you don't true. have to wear something oh, wow. crazy. You don't have to true. look that pretty because uh, <laughs> oh no one's God. expecting that of you. And you can just be like kind of stupid and mean to people all day. That's a great answer. Yeah, that's a yeah. great answer. You crack the code. I think smiling all day would be really exhausting, you know, in photos and just kind of doing the wave yes. all day. Right. So being an evil person, you can just kind of. Right. Also, yeah. you know how they're not, you're not supposed to like tell people what you are. You're supposed to be like, I oh, know right. Cinderella. So if you're an yeah. other sex sister, you can be like, oh, well, I know Cinderella. And then people will think that you're Cinderella, but you're actually not. You're just an ugly stepsister. <laughs> Is that yeah. right? I didn't know yeah. that. Stepsister. Isn't that what you're supposed to say? Like, you're not supposed to. I th- Something like that. Like, you're, you can't. It's, I, it's, they have a lot of weird rules when it comes to they that do. kind of stuff. And I actually huh. knew a girl who was Cinderella in the parks and She's a very smiley, congenial person. So it was like, I you would have to be, you know? have to be. Yeah. And, and I know someone who had to be like Pooh. I knew a guy who had to be Winnie or Winnie who had to be Woody. But the girl mm. who had to be Pooh, she said that under the costume, you're right, it is hot because she would get to wear, they had these like tank tops and then little softy shorts and they gave them for every day they were working, and this was at Walt Disney World, so it's even hotter and it's like more humid. Um, they would give them like five pairs of these little outfits um, to wear underneath the costume because they weren't allowed to be out for longer than like 45 minutes per shift or else they would like probably like overheat and die in their costume. Makes and so they God. And she would get so hot that she had, it would be soaked. Her whole entire undergarment outfit would be just soaked and she would have to use like five different wow. of these little under oh my pieces God. every yeah. single time she was like in the freaking poo costume yeah it's insane well because wow. like on the one hand you want to be in really minimal clothes like a tank in those tiny shorts because of that heat but then right. also like all that you know material maybe my skin just gets rashes too <laughs> right. easily but yeah. I would just I mean oh my <laughs> yes. God it'd be a mess in there totally <laughs> holy smokes Liz, what would you what would you be <laughs> It's really scary. I don't like all the rules. You know, I'd sure. be I'd be the you know the adults that dress up as like the costume, but you can't dress up as a costume. Oh, but you like wear a Disney brown bounders. tank top and be like, I'm a Gaston, like whatever. I'd be, yeah. Wow, yeah. Amelia, Amelia, what's yours? Oh my god! You know what? I think it would be kind of. I mean, it'd be so hot to be in a giant like poo costume or a giant you know Dumbo costume, but it'd be kind of fun. I don't know. I agree. I also, I mean, it's, it'd be fun to like have that anonymity. Plus, like you don't have to talk if you're yeah. like one of the animals. You can just like run around. I also think it would be fun to be like, you know, like Darth Vader or whatever, because they have those now. Oh, so you can just like, oh my God. Yeah. You don't have to talk, but then you can just like point your lightsaber at people and take pictures all day. That seems fun. That Actually, is that's true. a good idea. That's true. I feel like a lot of guys out there are like, mm-hmm. I want to be Star Lord or like whatever Marvel <laughs> character. And they're like really into that. So happy for them, you know? Yes. Um, okay. Last question this is a total pivot and it's kind of half of a plea, but I think I speak on behalf of a lot of Tea Time listeners because Amelia, you posted something about what your favorite binge show was recently or what you're watching. A lot of people wrote Love Island. So yes. I'm here to talk about it because season seven is coming back. 
They are still accepting applications for the new season. And I've got some good details for you both to try to lure you in because, Amelia, you have brought me and Kaya to the survivor (laughs) side. And I'm here to bring you both um, on behalf of other Tea Time listeners to the Love Island. I'm so excited. Because I've watched literally every single season and there's like almost 50 episodes in a season. They're all one hour long. It's a journey, but I've done it all. And they are filming a new season. And so they have opened up the application pool now. They've teamed up with Tinder, actually, Mm. which I think is kind of funny. Mm -hmm. Um, But they are accepting applicants of like all sexualities. They are not just looking for heterosexual men and women, um, which is really exciting and a very large problem with like reality dating TV shows that we all know and watch. So I bring you guys Love Island because it is a so much funnier than The Bachelor or any other reality (laughs) TV that we watch. The um, challenges are so much more like sexual and hilarious and like (laughs) out there than like anything ABC could get away with. Wow. There is basically no Chris Harrison of the show. There's There was Caroline Flack and then now Laura Whitmore. But the whole like rose ceremony equivalent in Love Island is actually just done by the contestants of the show. Like they kind of run it all. Um, (laughs) The Chris Harrison type appears like three times throughout the entire 50 episodes. Love that. No. 50 episodes? (laughs) I know. Yes, (laughs) in the beginning. It's like 40 to 50. Blacked it out. (laughs) Yeah. And they're all an hour long, but they're all on Hulu. And I'm talking only about the UK version. I should say that. There's like the US and Australia. But I need you guys to watch Love Island UK. UK. It's just so freaking good. Amelia, there's a lot of icons in over the years. And I just really feel like you specifically would love it. But I'm trying to bring Kate too, because I don't want to leave you on both away from the Survivor Island and the Love Island Island. Oh, my God. Yes, I'm, I'm waiting for the day when like I get to an unanswerable question and someone's like, guys, we need to bring tea time in on like Peaky Blinders. Like, yeah, I just need everyone to watch this period drama. And I'll be like, yes, I'm in. Finally, but that day has not yet come. I just and honestly, normal, whatever we oh, okay. discuss off mic. But yeah, no, I don't think that Peaky Blinders is like, you know, tea know. time core. It's not, yeah, it's not yeah. our brand, but I'll, I'm working on that. We'll, yeah. we'll fix it somehow. <laughs> I'll watch a Love Island if I must. We could do the premiere. Okay, sweet. We could watch the premiere. <gasps> yeah, oh, I'm not. I'm not committing to anything more than that. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. That's a that's a start, <laughs> I guess. Amelia, how many episodes did it take of you talking about Survivor before any of us turned it on? So I will just continue on <laughs> my quest. I love um, that. Yeah. Honestly, you've sold me already. I'm down. I'm ready. It's I'm really ready to devote, good to devote some time to. Love Island. Hell yeah. Amelia loves islands. You know, all you got to do is like put some people on an island and she's in. (laughs) That's true. I also love the simplicity of the name. It's just like Love Island. Just an island where you're finding love. It's great. I think you guys would really like it. So you guys should start tweeting at us or Instagram DMing (laughs) us if you're a fan to help me out, please. Okay, we'll see. I have a question. Um, Is it hard? Because sometimes I'll watch these British shows and I love British shows. Don't get me wrong. I love British people, love their accents, (laughs) but I am just almost deaf. And also (laughs) it's sometimes it can be hard to hear when people are talking a lot, they say accent and then like, you know, and they get like, you know, the toey accent, I think it's called, or like, it's very British. And you're just like, I don't know what they said. Is there a lot of slang used too? like, because sometimes that's annoying. Yes, but then you pick up on it and then you say okay. it and you sound, that's and I true. personally sound like an idiot, but it's fun. And that's true. I think that's just, true. Yeah. You, you learn. 
Okay. It's all good. It's a whole new, yeah, slang language for us have to learn. You, have you ever seen Celebrity Big Brother UK? No. Okay. Have you? Oh my God. It's like one of my favorite shows. Really? Yes. Your reality TV knows no bounds. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. This is a really big blind spot for you. Please I come. Know and it is. I know. It's really bad. I, I think I'm just afraid of the 50 episodes. <laughs> it's a little scary for me. I don't me. blame you. But well, once a week, there's this like hot list. There's like a recap show, which okay. you always skip. So that's fine. Um, okay. So that's less. Yeah. <laughs> I think I can do it. I think. I mean, we're, we're still, still in quarantine. So totally. I get it. Yeah. It's still um, time. Okay, that's it. That's the episode. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you, Zoe, for joining us. Um, and thank you, Kaya, our producer. Appreciate you always. I'm Liz Kelly. I'm Kate Alwell. And I'm Amelia Latimer. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.